0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hispanic Food Network. So glad that you're with us. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Gonzalez, alongside Kim Tapia, owner of Kim's Puerto Rican Delights. And we are so excited that you've logged on to our Facebook pages to learn how to make arroz con gandules. And Kim, so excited to be with you. Uh, Thanks for being with us. How exciting is this? Because, you know, I've been trying to catch up with you for months and we finally hooked up. And this is really gonna be the first in our series. So I'm really excited to be with you.
1: This is really exciting. Um, I have like, I'm, I'm excited, I'm nervous, I'm frightened. I don't even know what to think right now. All right. Just, well, I'm like, okay, I just have to cook.
0: <laughs> exactly, well, you got a great personality. You're a Brooklyn girl. So you know, that just explodes across the screen. So uh, I know we're gonna have a lot of fun today. So for folks that are watching on Facebook Live, Uh, Here's how it's going to work. So um, I'm monitoring the questions on Facebook. Uh, You could also log into our Zoom meeting. So if you go to the top of our Facebook page at Hispanic Food Network, all you have to do is I have pinned the um, Zoom meeting link. Uh, You can log right into the Zoom meeting. You know, you can get a little bit more intimate with Kim and really have some fun if you want to ask some questions. You know, obviously we ask to be respectful, but I'm sure everybody will because we're all foodies in here. Uh, but it 'll be a fun way to kind of ask some questions. Uh, just admit it somebody else. so yeah, I haven 't put any sort of blocks on it, and I know Zoom doesn't recommend that, but you know I know our community and the foodie community is always respectful and likes to have some fun. You know? so let 's have some fun and get into these gangules. So you know first of all, before we get into the gangules Kim, I want people to know a little bit about you. Uh, you're a Brooklyn girl. Uh, But right now, you live in Staten Island, and I discovered you um, through a great uh, postemic picture, but also through your group, Kim's Puerto Rican Delights. So let's start from the beginning. You know, how did you get into Puerto Rican cooking, and what does it really mean to you?
1: I get into cooking because um, I was a young girl, and my family, there there was no girls in my family, so I had to be around the women, and I just wanted to fit in with them. So I, I remember, you know, I would, I would always nag, can I do pateles? Can I do pateles? Right. And they're like, you're not grown enough. You're not grown enough. And I remember one day I was like crying. I went to my great aunt's house and I'm like, they don't love me. They don't let me cook. I want to be a woman <laughs> like you girls, you know. And I, right. I'm like four or five years old. imagine like in a hysteria, like my world is over. Right. And she gets this um, stool and she puts a pan and she goes, vente, uva cocina? So she tells me, come, you're going to cook. So she had me make a fried egg. Yeah, That was my great honor. <laughs> and I went back, running back to my grandmother. My mother was like, I know how to cook. I made eggs. Like, now I can do pasteles. So right. they knew, they saw how much I insisted. And they just had to, like, I was like, they had to put me in that kitchen. And then little by little, um, I started progressing in my cooking. Right, And I tell you, at 11 years old was my first Thanksgiving dinner.
0: Wow. My Sweet. mom told
1: me, you need to make Thanksgiving dinner this year because she couldn't make it. And that was my uh, first Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, and ever yeah. since then, you know, it was just me, my mom, and my grandma in the kitchen. Yeah. But then um, when I moved back from Ohio, I had a friend that told me I should sell my pasteles. And me trying to organize things, I developed a page. And now I communicate through the page. And, um, you know, I, I, I show people my food. And at the same time, I say, when I'm making pasteles.
0: Right, and what I'm gonna do in in the link right now on our our Zoom meeting, is I'm gonna put some information uh, to your site. And if you guys log on to Zoom, I'll I'll make sure that you guys get a link to Kim's Puerto Rican Delight. So that's her Facebook group. So if you get the opportunity, make sure you join. And because she's got amazing Puerto Rican recipes is what she focuses on. And, And as a matter of fact, in the Staten Island area, you do a little catering, you sell your pasteles during the holidays. So yeah. and that's another facet. So, so that they can get a hold of you through there, whether they want to purchase pasteles, or they want to learn about Puerto Rican cooking. But for now, let, let's get into what we came here for, the gandules, you know, gandules are something that, you know, I grew up on, you talk about what it meant to you in your kitchen, but I still remember my mom and my grandmother, just, you know, throwing down in the kitchen, and you know, with pernil, and then you know it was the rice and the pigeon peas with it so it means a lot to me so this is i'm glad we're doing this as our first one you know when did you first start making orozco gandules
1: i would say i started making it at 12 13. you know you had to grow up to be in the kitchen right but it, and it took a process so my first step with gandules was when i was about five years old and i was in puerto rico my great grandmother would get a bucket of gandules, and we would sit there, and what they call is degranado. That means you open it up from right. the from the pot and then you know you you clean it up and you put it inside the another pot, right, or a bucket. And you could do like with gandules, you could do um, you have soups, you have a soupy rice. You can do them in a stew, or you can do it in in the rice. Normally, we use the arroz con gandules for um, holidays, right? Any special occasion. Any big event, this is a, a dish that's used a lot.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's an incredible So you dish. see arroba
1: and the first thing you think of is Christmas, you know?
0: Yeah, I know that. I mean, when I think of that, I think of the Thanksgiving, the holidays, Christmas time. So let's get right into it. Let, let's talk about the ingredients. You know, some some use a little bit of alterations, but you know, there's kind of the, the basic formula for gangules. Let's talk about the yes. what you use, Ken.
1: So today, Oh, I use a lot because I do a lot of different guns, a right. lot of times I'll make a lot of different plates as far as gandules I can make it with um, ham, I could do it with chorizo or I could do it with pieces of pork, so it all depends on what I'm using. Or I could even make it plain cuz you know there's people out there that they're vegetarians.
0: Right, exactly. So today I'm
1: going today I'm going to make arroz con gandules with chorizo.
0: Okay, chorizo. And mm-hmm. so you, Some people make it with different things. Are are there different items that you can make it with besides besides chorizo?
1: Yeah. The ham. The ham. And the pieces of pork. Right. You know, um, instead of using more sazón, you can use achote for the oil. But the the key to this rice is to be criollo. And the way it's going to be criollo is by using fresh seasonings.
0: All right, what does criollo mean for, you know, some of the people that don't know some of the lingo?
1: <laughs> criollo is like creole. It's more authentic. Those okay. Are, those of our, that shows, that's our spices. Our origin, you know?
0: Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So
1: instead of uh, using the pasted substance, I'll use the fresh plant. Nice. You know, some, oh. some, um. Companies, they have like what they call recaíto. I won't use it. I just buy the fresh herb. And um, my sofrito, I do it myself.
0: All right. Yeah. Let, you know, a lot so of
1: time, you know, it's, it's, you got to work around it, but it, it all comes down to the sofrito that you use.
0: Right. Let's the, talk and
1: about the seasonings. That
0: Kim, you get. Kim, let's talk about sofrito because that, you know, that's such a huge part of Puerto Rican cooking and also this dish. Um, what, first of all, for folks that don't know what sofrito is, you know, give us kind of what it's used for, then some of the ingredients in sofrito, because it is a huge part of gondules.
1: Yeah, well, sofrito is the base of most foods. And when I say that, like, if you're doing arroz gondules, if you're doing um, penil, if you're doing if you're doing beans. A lot of people use it for yellow rice too, but I don't use it for yellow rice. But you can use it for yellow rice. And you know, um, it's a good to start off with your food because sofrito has different types of peppers and herbs that we use from our land. And we put them in a blender. And you just put it in this nice big jar. Like. So this is my sofrito. And I put it in my mason jar and in there you
0: know it has i don't put onion in it unless i'm freezing it nice what i'm going to do can
1: onion or spoil it
0: kim what i'm going to do is i'm going to open it up to any questions right now we got a pretty good uh group with us let me let me check out our zoom meeting so we've got dwight we've got elsie we've got gabriella we've got got uh eileen um gang that's in in the zoom meeting do you guys have any questions that you might want to ask you can you can unmute yourself and and ask him any questions. You know, we've kind of gone through the history, a little bit of gandules, and now she's gone over ingredients. Uh, let me know if you guys have any questions, and uh, you could shoot away, because I'm going to, I can unmute you guys, and you guys can ask questions. And you could also throw your questions into the chat bar if you, if you're not comfortable with actually talking over the Zoom, So so let me know. And let me, let me check uh, Facebook also, Kim, to see if there's any questions that have come out. So.
1: I just saw Gabriella wants to know if we have if I have a cookbook. Wow. I'm waiting for Mike to organize that for me. That That's what we're <laughs> waiting for. Yes. But yes, that's in the making. Um, when me and Mike first met, uh, we met through the Petro Pasteles. So, you know, um, we have our own career as well on top of this and even though this is awesome for the both of us um we're trying to organize it so we are working on our cookbook youtube videos it's, it's all in the making so i will tell you this much that when it does get to where we're hoping it gets to i just want you all to remember that i'm going to remember this very first live yeah. that all of you took part in yeah
0: no. So thank you so much
1: for showing me support from day one
0: all right we do have a question on facebook so let's see, it was Wilma, I believe. She said, how long can you freeze sofrito?
1: Um, they say you can freeze it up to six, any, any food you can actually freeze up to six to nine months normally. Wow. Um, me personally, yeah. Me personally, I don't think it lasts that much in my kitchen, but uh, yes, you can. I do recommend at least three months is good. Anything after six months, I don't. I don't feel too comfortable with it, but I yeah. know for a fact three months is good.
0: You know, people be taking the chance, though. Oh, that sofrito, it's only been in there nine months? Let, let's give it yeah. a shot. Well, we'll take our I chance. mean, actually,
1: let me see. I'm going to go into yeah. my freeze. i got to have some sofrito.
0: Okay. We got, we got another question while you're looking for that. Uh, it says, what, w- what is the best pot to make sofrito in? We talked about the caldero. We talked about, you know, different pots. So somebody wants to know, you know, what's the best pot that you can use to make sofrito in?
1: make sofrito, you don't need a pot to make sofrito, so you, you need go. a good blender, okay, like a ninja. So...
0: Okay, let's see.
1: Look, this is my frozen sofrito. I put it in, I actually moved up, before I used to use ice cube trays, and I found these little containers in a Dollar General, and now yeah. I store them in there, I put the sofrito, I let it sit in my refrigerator one day, uh-huh. and then I put it in the freezer.
0: Nice. Okay, so... So those are the questions that we've gotten so far. So we've gotten through the ingredients. Uh, what's what's the first step when you make your sofrito? I know a lot of people start with the oil and heat um, the pan. Well, the first step is to start that fire. I'm gonna
1: be honest, we gotta start cooking. So the first okay. one is I'm gonna turn on the stove. I'm gonna turn on stove. All right. All right. Good to go. Once I turn on the stove, I'm gonna put in some oil. Okay. Because even though even though sofrito is the baseline of all food, well, we gotta. It's like we're making a house, okay, guys. We need the foundation first. Right. So the foundation of this plate is gonna be oil, and I'm gonna put the oil to heat up. After the, After I put the oil, oil to heat you up. Eating? I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Kim, what kind of oil do you use? Because a lot of people struggle with that. They say, oh, do I use canola oil? Can I use olive oil? Is there a substitute that you can use, or do you just use? You,
1: know, <laughs> you want to know the truth?
0: Yes. You want
1: to know the real, real, real truth? Real, Whatever's real. on sale, because oil, no, <laughs> I mean, yeah, oil is expensive.
0: I know mean, it is. I mean, is expensive. I mean, Can you cook it um, with
1: nice a When you're making rice, you don't really have to use olive oil for rice. Okay. Olive oil is good for like an or like a pasta, you know. But for rice, you don't need you don't need to do it.
0: Okay, and you know when we're talking about ingredients, you can kind of substitute for whatever size. I know we're kind of taking a step by step process, but you know for a family of, of two to four, how much oil do you recommend? You know when you're starting. Um,
1: I always put this is this is what I do when it depending on the pot that I use, right? Like I'm using this pot right here. So okay. I'm going to put like a thin film of oil, enough to start firing up, you know, like frying up whatever I'm using. So here in this oil, I'm going to put the chorizo first so I can start getting the flavor. Because remember, this oil is what's going to make the rice. So I'm going to put the chorizo first. But before I put that in, because I like to hear it sizzle, it's a thing for me, um, I'm going to chop up the recao, OK? Remember, this is recao. Right. Some people call it culantro. Right. Some people call it cilantro ancho. Okay? But I'm used to calling it recao. At least that's what my mom and my grandmother taught me. And then we have cilantro. Right. Cilantro, you got to be careful, because one time when I was a little girl, I picked up parsley instead of cilantro. A lot. And of it's two different people. spices. You know, you're not going to get the... Yeah, authenticity to
0: it everybody makes that mistake that's for sure
1: so now i'm, I'm already starting to hear the the, the oil okay i'm going to move this around a little bit just to see if this
0: yeah we got some us. folks that want to see the pot when yeah so when you get the opportunity you know just kind of show the pot when you can
1: oh yeah definitely
0: so we'll, we'll definitely uh we'll, i'm going to put in the right pot pot now and i'm going to show
1: i'm going to show a quick view of the pot okay okay
0: great because you know
1: so while how we've it, been here going. Well, we've been talking, right? Right here. There you go. You got the oil in the pot. Look, a little bit of my uh, recal went in there.
0: Nice, that looks so good. So
1: I'm going to start frying this up, right? Because I want to get, I want the oil to have the flavor. We're going to do all of this before we throw the rice on, OK? Yeah. So while that's that's frying up, I'm also going to put, I like these herbs. I tell you the truth, I love these herbs. So I use a lot of them, okay? The normal person may not use as much as I use, but I uh-huh. use a lot of them. So because I like it a lot, and I have picky eaters in my house, right? Yeah. What I do is I'll throw the big leaf in, okay? Right. Because once the rice is done, I'll pull it out.
0: We did get yeah. a question, Kim. Uh, what brand of chorizo do you use? And, you know, what is the importance of brand uh, is it a matter of looking at it, or or where do you typically get your chorizo?
1: Um, I get my chorizo normally comes from the Hispanic sex, section in the supermarket, but I've only really came across the Goya chorizo. Unless there's another one that exists, honestly, where I'm at, they don't have it. I haven't chorizo is a sausage, so as long as you're not getting it spicy or seasoned, you should get the same effect. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, I-
1: I'm gonna place this back on me for a quick minute, okay? Only because I can't
0: talk and video at the same time. <laughs> Got you. Let, let me give Let me tell folks if uh, you guys want to Zoom meeting, uh, we've pinned the link to the top of the network. So uh, make sure you go there. We'd love to have you engage because we're getting some really good questions. Um, I'm also monitoring Facebook. Let me say hi to a few people that have joined us. Hi. Let Norm- you see
1: hi. how I'm stirring it up? Yes. Sorry.
0: Oh, no, go ahead. See the
1: oil is starting to change color that's the oil that that's Getting that off of the chorizo, Okay. Now, I'm going to throw in a spoon of my sofrito. Okay. Actually a big spoon because I'm going to do a couple of um, cups today. You hear that noise? I love that noise.
0: And, Kim, again, tell tell folks what sofrito is that may have just joined us because, you know, that's one of the biggest questions I always get. What is sofrito? Sofrito is the bulk of my seasoning. It has peppers, spices. I can keep check this out. So that
1: looks so good. And I haven't even put the bambulas yet, okay? Now I'm gonna put some olives in it, okay? Um, I don't like to use the full olives because some people don't like olives, but olives are good for flavor and salt. And I'm yeah. also gonna put two or three capers in it, okay?
0: And what does that do? What are, what do the capers do? Does it kind of liven up the flavor a little bit?
1: Yeah, well you know what it is. I try to cook healthy. This is this really like the Puerto Rican cooking is very hard to cook healthy because like that. The good stuff consists of the fat. And
0: the
1: oil, oil yeah. so I try to like I avoid having to cook with too much grease and too much salt. So right. capers, as small as they are, is as salty as they are. They're already salty.
0: Right. So
1: you put too. You don't. You don't want to overdo it. And the reason why we put olives is to give it more flavor and more salt, right? But because people don't like olives, if you put a couple of capers,
0: yeah,
1: it boosts the flavor up.
0: Yeah, you get, you get mixed reaction on olives. You know, some people, to me, it's mm-hmm. like a relationship. Some people love them. Some people hate them. Yeah. I know it took me a while because w- when I first started eating gondulis when I was young, I, I hated olives. And then as I got older, I like to, appreciated it.
1: I like to buy the salad olives because they have the, the roasted red pepper in it and they're cut up. Now... So I like to save food as much as I can, okay? If you don't have red pepper at home, you can always buy the fancy ones, okay? Uh-huh. The roasted peppers. It doesn't have to be goya, because guess what? I found one on sale at, at, at a local supermarket, and they were like Italian peppers roasted. I used them. It's the same thing. It's just a different label. So I froze I froze my peppers because I had a lot of peppers left over, and I froze them. So I'm just going to put two big pieces like this because once the rice is done, I'm going to take them out along with the long leaves because now the rice got the flavor. But, you know, you have picky eaters. They don't, especially kids. They don't like to see too many things in the rice. They won't eat it.
0: So we got a question, Kim. Uh, Morales says, I put both capers and olives. Would Goya's Acaparado work? yeah so without
1: yes so okay so what they're trying to say is what they're saying is this you see these salad olives right right they sell them with the capers together but not everything I put capers in so that's why I put it separately but yes if you find it together and you prefer to cook like that you can use that
0: got another question Ken from Ikea Glover, she says, what's the difference between culantro and cilantro?
1: Wait, give me one second. I'm going to need you to repeat that, because guess what? Okay. I'm firing it up over here, and the noise, up. I can't hear it. So OK, give me no one problem. Second. I just have to show you this real quick, sure. and I'm going to.
0: OK. Oh, yeah. All right,
1: this is before I put the gondolas in. OK, so
0: what was the question? <laughs> so, so, and this is a really popular question. What is the basic difference between culantro and cilantro? Because they look the same.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, one is stronger than the other. The flavors that they give off, recao is much stronger. So you see me, I'll use like five or six of cilantro, and then um, two or three of For OK, let me try to give you a metaphor, right? Cause a lot of people use one or the other. I use both. Right. It's like your choice. You either use garlic or onion or you use both. Either one, either spice has its own authenticity. When right. you use them together is when you get that robust um, flavor.
0: That's interesting. A lot of people have a hard time finding rakao. Where do you usually find it in your? Um, oh, my you gotta go into Brooklyn
1: sometime. <laughs> Yesterday I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie to you. I was supposed to pick up my grandmother, right? So I was like, Oh, I'll leave it when I go pick her up. I realized that he made it into Brooklyn and I went into like seven stores wow. with Recau. I really found myself that I was like, Yeah, I have to go into Brooklyn because I need to put the Ricau in. Right. So now I'm gonna use frozen gondola. I'm okay. from I'm in New York. I don't have the tree back where I can grab my gondolas. So the best the next best thing to it is frozen gondolas. I mean, they have them in the cans, you could can use it. But I'm trying to really do an authentic dish today, so I'm gonna make sure I use the frozen gondolas. And because I'm gonna do a big pot, I'm gonna put the whole back.
0: Right, okay. Okay,
1: and you can use either latte or la goya, they're pretty good, I use those friends for frozen gondolas.
0: And why use so, the frozen uh, cans? We talked about this before. Look we how pretty talk. they are. Why not? When I, when I cook my gondoles, a lot of times I'll just buy the, the canned boyas. Is, mm-hmm. is, is there a difference in taste with, with the frozen versus the canned?
1: Yeah, it's fresh. You have that, that fresh that fresh taste to it. Like, look, for, you see the color of it? When you t- right. open up that can, it's never going to look like this. Right. Look, I'm going right. to look at this. The texture. You're not going to get that from a can. And it allows you, when you're doing this, so when you're doing the mixture for the rice, it allows you to play around with it and your beans don't break up.
0: Interesting, yeah. That, that's something I never thought of. Because, uh, you, you know, the, out here, I'm in the, on the West Coast in Washington State in uh, Central Washington. So, we, you know, we have access to a lot of Latino stores and, and uh, more Mexican brands. But it's interesting, here on the West Coast, we're starting to see an influx of more Caribbean style. So we're getting uh-huh. Goya products out here in Seattle, Pasco, uh, Spokane area. Walmart's actually carrying a lot of uh, Goya products. So I'm able to get sofrito, <laughs> um, uh, a lot of the other Goya products. So, so I, you know, I, I kind of throw stuff together. I, you know, I, I don't take the time like you, but I, I throw these minute, you know, I, I get clowned a little bit because I like to use minute rice, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I make money. You
1: never know. Let me tell you something. If we're ever going camping and we're ever lost in the woods or something. You can come up with your Minute Rice, and we can make a meal. I'm, tell- I'm telling so you. I'm not gonna. I am not gonna take away from your Minute Rice. To tell you the truth.
0: I know. I, um, I'm a brand ambassador for Minute Rice. I love it so much. It, it, but it's you know. So
1: it's- I'm gonna. Right now, I already mixed up everything, right? Um, I'm actually gonna show you again because I know a lot of people. Um, they don't. They don't have, um, they're not cooking the way I'm cooking, or they didn't have the um, they weren't able to watch somebody cook, so I want to take advantage where they get to see what the pot looks like and what's in the <laughs> rice, okay? Right. okay? Right. Um, um, this is what it looks like before I put the sassong in, okay? Okay, so now I'm gonna actually put the coloring in it, okay, guys? Right, um, this is what I use, I love my sassong accent,
0: oh, okay. Because
1: it gives it, it's almost like sassong. It is like Sasson, but it doesn't have the food coloring. And sometimes I want, I, I like a lot of flavor in my food. So I end up putting two of these, okay? And I'm gonna tell you right now, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid when you're using this stuff, just throw it in, it has no salt in it. You're not, it's not gonna get salty. And it's impossible for you to ever over flavor your food at this point when it comes to Puerto Rican dishes. okay? Sasson, um,
0: give us a run through what sazon is real quickly because it's what an, I always forget, is it the anato seed or? Um, I know it's, it's another that, seasoning.
1: It's yeah. another seasoning. It's like adobo, but it's, it's,
0: right.
1: um, it's, it has food coloring. It's food right. coloring seasons.
0: And that's kind of so, what gives that rice that yellow look, isn't it? Once yes, yes. There, it, it has
1: cilantro and achote, this one.
0: Right, exactly. This is nice
1: good for, for stews. This is good for asopaus, um, soupy rice, beans.
0: Got another quick question for you, Kim. From, this one comes from May Rolando. Thanks for watching. When you use the can gandules, do you drain or do you rinse?
1: Yes. Yes, I actually drain it. And then I put it on the water, like I clean it, like I rinse it out. And then I throw the in. Yes, that's
0: the best way. Okay, got another question. Let's see, this one comes from Dwight on our Zoom. Uh, He says, I know a caldor sabor, a pollo, is a kind of necessity in the pantry. But I've recently been hearing a lot about the better than bouillon chicken base. Have you guys heard of it? And is it any good? Have you heard of uh, the better than bouillon chicken base? I personally have not.
1: I stay away from bouillon. People are gonna kill me, but I stay away from it because, look, I have family members that have had kidney stones. Right. I have family members that have had high blood pressure, and it's like so complicated sometimes to cook for people that have certain situations, you know. And products like that, if you overdo it, you end up with situations like that. Right. So, so. that's why I use more like I don't. Don't get me wrong. Um, if I use like a chicken bouillon, that'll be like if I'm making chicken um chicken soup.
0: Right. you know other
1: than that i try i avoid not using
0: it all right so okay thanks for answering those questions and again if you guys want to participate uh in the zoom chat uh go to the top of our facebook page at hispanic food network i've provided the link just log in Uh, we don't have any passwords for the zoom meeting so it's a great way to engage also i'm monitoring uh, the questions here on facebook so if you have any for kim uh let her know and i'm kind of narrating and moderating. I'm actually
1: gonna put the rice now on. Okay, so I'm gonna walk away for like a quick minute because I gotta clean up the rice, okay?
0: Okay, one quick question from Zorina. How many cups of rice are you using and what is the water ratio?
1: All right, we're gonna get up to that one.
0: Okay, okay, gotcha. So, uh, Zorina, hang on and uh, Zorina, thanks for watching. Well, we got a little lull in the action, guys. Uh, we're with Kim Tapia. She's the owner of Kim's Puerto Rican Delights. I'm Mike Gonzalez. I'm the owner of the Hispanic Food Network, so uh, thank you guys for logging on today. Uh, if you really want some great Puerto Rican recipes, make sure that you go to Kim's site. All you have to do on Facebook is search Kim's Puerto Rican Delights. Uh, request to be in the group, and she'll make you a part of that. She's got some of the most amazing pictures that I've ever seen. And that, that's how I hooked up with Kim. Uh, it was a really funny story. I, somebody sent me a picture of a pastelli and it was one of the best pictures I've ever seen. And whoever sent it, had hey, no where it came from. And so I posted it on Facebook on our page and it just went like wildfire. And then I got a, an email, hey, you, you stole my homegirl's picture. I said, man, I, I don't even know where this came from, but I'm glad I found you because I want to know who made that pastele. So here is Kim and um, so that's kind of the funny story of how we met. Uh, so we've got another question, let's see. Do you soak the rice or just rinse? That's from Gabriela in our Zoom meeting. No, I
1: rinsed the rice. I just finished rinsing the rice, right? So you see how I'm stirring it up right now? You don't want to stir it up too, too much. I'm going to show you a picture of what my pot looks like right now. Okay. This is what your pouch should look like. Okay, oh. I'm not done. And now I have to add the water. Okay.
0: Okay. Give me one minute. Gotcha. So we're getting a lot of love for you on Facebook. A lot of people saying your food is great. And again, if you guys want pasteles during the holidays, Kim sells them in the New York area. She's in Staten Island area. Uh, I, I'm a Miami boy, and I live out on the West Coast now, so I'm not super familiar with the New York area. My, my parents grew up in the Bronx. Proximity-wise, Kim, what is the ratio of your customers? Like, if you're in Staten Island, can somebody in Queens hook up with you? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're in the New York area.
1: Anybody that wants my pasteles, they can have my pasteles. Okay. But I cannot deliver. Yeah, I can't deliver, and I can't shut.
0: Okay. Unfortunately,
1: for some- me to be able to concentrate on my cooking, I'm not able to, to ship or, or deliver. I'm gonna take away from um, me producing patelas.
0: Yeah. Um before popular. we
1: continue, right? I wanna I wanna make sure we um we tell Gabriella. Remember she asked what's the ratio of the water? Right. Okay. The ratio how I do it, the ratio of my water is always an inch above the rice. Okay.
0: So an inch above the rice. A lot
1: of times. Yes, a lot of times people use the spoon, right?
0: Oh, the spoon trick. Yeah, every Puerto Rican knows it.
1: Yeah, the but if you're not used to the spoon trick, it's not going to stand up like that. Okay, so the best way to do it is one inch above your rice.
0: Okay, so one inch above your rice. Got you.
1: Mm-hmm. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to put more on because I like my rice to be colorful. Yeah. I don't like kale rices, and why not? It's gonna add more flavor to it.
0: Oh, I know, that's- And that's,
1: again, I'm gonna put-
0: That's the key to the- And the, now- You know, pop is that yellow rice and, and
1: those guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really the infamous alobo.
0: Oh, I love so, it. So
1: this is what I'm gonna do. This is my pot. You see, I'm not scared. I'm putting alobo in here. <laughs> I'm gonna put alobo all the way, like if I'm gonna fill up the pot, watch. It's like a film.
0: Yeah. You see that?
1: Yep. That's how you wanna put your albobo in. Now, because it has other things in it, right? And I don't wanna to put too much albobo in it. You know, when you make rice, you always have to put some salt in it. So now I'm gonna sprinkle right. some sea salt. Okay. You see this rice, yeah. how it looks? Yeah, it looks Okay, so
0: good. now,
1: I don't wanna touch it anymore because if not, you're gonna make it like gooey, or it's too soft. Now I'm gonna come and I'm gonna taste that. It needs a little bit of more global. You don't wanna mess with the rice too much when you're at this uh-uh. stage. Because if not, that's the difference between your rice becoming fluffy. Uh huh. Just perfect. So guess what? Don't be afraid. This is this doesn't have meat in it. Right. You can taste the rice. Taste the flavoring. If you like, if you like the sauce, you're gonna like the rice.
0: How high do you keep your flame, Kim? You know, you know, from beginning to kind of end. Do, do you have it high at the <laughs> beginning, you know, and then make it a little bit lower, or
1: Yes. I'm on the go, Mike. You know I have my baby. You know I'm on real estate, so right? You wanna see how I have my plane? Get it together. Watch. Okay. Hi. It's oh so high. <laughs> yes.
0: I feel once you. once that good. dries
1: up, I lower it to medium for like maybe two or three minutes. Okay. And then I cover the pot.
0: And that's a pretty big that's a pretty big pot that you're making that in. How long will that
1: yeah, I got family there.
0: <laughs> I know, I know you do. They're
1: waiting, they're waiting for this pot of rice.
0: <laughs> they're all in the back waiting. <laughs> How long will a pot like that take to cook?
1: Um, you know what? Any good arroco rock takes a minimum of forty-five to forty-five minutes to an hour. Doesn't matter the size.
0: I did I did get a question.
1: When, when you're gonna do like when you do something like um ten pounds, twenty pounds. There that it's like maybe a little bit of half hour more uh, because you're cooking more, but remember you just use a big pot. Um another trick. You see this pot, it's it's uh see this pot is deep. Right. You want to give yourself ample to stir it. Because uh, are you ready to see the finishing product?
0: Yeah, for sure. Now that now that makes my mouth water right there.
1: Thank you. So you see that it's not it's not stuck. Yeah. Your rice, anytime you cook your rice, it's always gonna get like this. So I had I made this rice before I made, you know, before the show because you know, we're not gonna be here a whole hour. So I wanted to make sure that people saw at least the end results. This pot of rice is the same amount that I used for the other one.
0: Wow, I, I we've got a bunch of people that want you to ship. Uh, Gabrielle asked if you could ship to Texas, but we already said no. <laughs> Maybe you need to get into <laughs> shipping business after this. So
1: After okay. the pandemic, that's something that could be considered. But truthfully, yeah. uh, you know, look, I'm, I, I try to be an honest and fair person, you know? And if I ship to somebody a perishable, and I have Amazon Prime, and it, you know, there's times that I ask for something two three days and it comes a week later. This is frozen stuff. Right. That all of that, that all that packaging is on a time limit. If it gets to you on that time limit, then it's good for you, you know. But right. if it doesn't, then what then? Like, I don't think it's fair for someone to pay for pastelas and then not get it correctly, you know. And then okay, so then I'll, I'll I'll we'll go back to the business part. All right, let's be a fair person and I'll say you know what. Just give me half of it, you know, for the cost of whatever I spent on it, and we both take a loss. Not really, because remember, I just put maybe five, or six hours in doing that. Right. So, so you yeah. know, right now during the pandemic, I apologize. I'm not going to shift to anybody. Besides, the lines in the in the and yeah. um the UPS and the post office is like
0: yeah, it's really yeah, tough. like
1: two hours.
0: So, so I, I wanna wrap it up and, and see if anybody else has any other questions here. Kim, let me, let me take a look and see. Okay, Donna Willingham Orozco says, can you freeze the cooked rice? And we talked about that a little bit earlier, but um, can, you, can you freeze uh, arroz con gondules? I don't
1: see why not. I've never done it, but I know, I know of people that have frozen their food. And once you make it, you put it in a container, you put it, put it in a plastic container. So when you heat it up, you heat it up in the microwave.
0: Let's take a and look.
1: You'll get, you know, the the moisture stays, so it won't stay too hard. That's if you freeze rice, don't think you can put it on a pot afterwards. It has to go in a microwave to heat up.
0: Kim, let's take a look at that that finished product one more time. I want to show people if we've uh, <laughs> sure. got people logging in. Um, uh, we're here with <laughs> Kim Tapia from Kim's Puerto Rican Delights Facebook page. And she just made us arroz con gondules. This is a traditional uh, holiday meal. I mean, for me, I eat it all the time. So <laughs> any, any good time is a good time to have uh, arroz con gondules. But um, if you want to hook up with Kim, make sure that you search Kim's Puerto Rican Delights uh, on Facebook and ask to join her group. And her, her group is really growing fast. Just the last month that, gosh, you got a couple hundred new um, participants. So uh, it's a great place to learn about Puerto Rican recipes. Uh, also like our page, the Hispanic Food Network, because Kim and I are gonna be working together and, and we're, gonna put toge- we're gonna put together our next one. You know, Kim, we keep talking about what we're gonna do next. Uh, we've talked about pasteles, we've talked about brineal. I'm gonna leave the ball, I'm gonna, make, I'm gonna let you make the big announcement. What do you wanna do next, you know, here on Hispanic Food Network, uh, you know, as we approach the holidays?
1: So I was considering, um, you know, because this is all new to all of us now, you know, Um, I don't know, we were playing around with um, Sunday, last Sunday, I mean, last Sunday, I mean, last week we were talking about this Sunday, I don't know if maybe next week, we should do it on a Saturday or a Sunday, but i tell you the truth, the next one is, it's uh, we're going to do pasteles
0: that sounds great i, I can...
1: wanna i wanna be able i know a lot of people are interested in my pasteles yeah and i want to be able to um tune you into my little pastele world
0: nice we do have another question from Wilma. she asked does the spoon trick does it matter if it's a metal spoon or a wooden spoon can you do either type of spoon or it, i would imagine that that the metal has a has a different quality than a than a wooden spoon doing that trick
1: you know what, I never thought of that. Um, I wouldn't probably think of the wooden spoon because when you're using these calderos, you really can't use a wooden spoon. Right. You need the metal spoon. Um, wooden spoons are good for more like Teflon pots. And right. that, that we would have to do another show in that because I know a lot of people say that um, you have to use the caldero right. for the rice. Me, I found myself in people's houses that they don't have that pot. And I gotta make the rice. And yes, you can make Big out on a teflon pot. You just gotta know how to, fry, how to uh, dry up that rice right before you cover it.
0: All right, I'm gonna throw this. I promised to let people know uh, the link to your uh, group page. Let me do that on Zoom right now for the people that are watching in there. So uh, guys on and gals on our Zoom meeting, let me do this real quick. So I'm throwing it into the chat. Uh,
1: Mike, why don't we take advantage now and ask people, do they they prefer, um, would they prefer to watch me on a Saturday or a Sunday? Because some people have to work and they want to take part in it as well. Right. But I don't know, that's that's just feedback I'm getting. I'm open to to either day.
0: Yeah, good question. Um, Yeah, everybody out there, this is your opportunity to kind of critique and ask us questions because like Kim said... This is our first one and, and we know it's not gonna be perfect. And, and we really uh, wanna bring some quality uh, information to you guys and, and hopefully it's enjoyable and hopefully you get some value out of it. So uh, yeah, shoot away if anybody has any questions. Uh, Karen says she likes Sundays. Saturdays would be great, says Carol Bodden. So we uh, so appreciate that. Uh, Lizette Morales says Sundays are great for me. Sunday, Wilma Sunday. So it looks like sunday yeah another one from zarina says sunday so it looks like sunday's a good day because it's kind of that chill day i would imagine so i guess Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. we picked a pretty good day
1: (laughs) i i only thought i only thought of saturday because i was like a lot of times we're running around and doing things right yeah but if saturday um people like what i made then they can make it themselves on sunday dinner
0: Right, exactly. So I, I kind of, li- I, I personally like this time on the West Coast, you know, trying to find that okay. here on the West Coast, you know, via be, be the East Coast, because I'm with you. I, you know, you don't want to do it too late on the East Coast because then it's, you yeah. know, it's already done. and
1: Well, at that point, I should be doing coquito.
0: Right, exactly. Instead of
1: rice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the time it's nighttime, you know, we're ready to have our, you know, rum and coke, right? All right. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: virtual coquito session.
0: <laughs> okay, we have an- we, ha- we do have another question. Uh, uh, Lillian Baker says, would you clarify the onions in sofrito again? So, I, I, And I'm assuming yes. she means kind of the amount and, and what, what's going on in there.
1: Well, um, onions with sofrito, onions is something that after you open it up, it spoils within days. When you make a big batch of sofrito, it's for a couple of weeks sometimes you know so I, I can add onions to the sofrito but then I freeze it so if you're on the go or you don't cook Spanish that much I would I recommend to make your sofrito and just put it in the freezer it'll last you anywhere between three to six months and you can add onions to it
0: got another question Kim An, another viewer asks uh, is there a difference between Spanish chorizo and other chorizos uh, you know or, or does it really matter do you just have to have good chorizo
1: it just it has to be chorizo as long as as long as it looks like the chorizo that we showed it doesn't it does because like i had told you the last time you know um i grew up buying um let me see i grew up buying this right right and anybody that makes this right i mean makes rice or pasteles they buy this right but one time they i couldn't find it so, you know, we're from all over. Not everyone is going to be able to have the products that I have. So that's why when I tell you, like, use this or use this, if you don't find it, then you can still use this right. and you'll get the flavor for it.
0: Right. Okay, good, good idea. I like this. Shamira says, uh, yes, Sunday dinner with Kim. So I, we may have to we may have to brand that segment. I, I like that. So thanks, Shamira. We appreciate it. Let's see if we've got any. Okay, bam. Bam. What we're gonna do with with this particular video is we're gonna post it to uh, the Hispanic Food Network YouTube page, and then we'll (laughs) share it. I'm
1: actually.
0: uh Let's see, it looks like uh, all the questions. are starting
1: to boil little by little.
0: Okay, so.
1: You see see that it's it's starting to boil.
0: So we're gonna get a real look at at what this looks like. So right Uh now we're, so we're probably what? Gosh, it, it's it's funny. We've already been on online about forty minutes. So it's I mean, it's just flown by.
1: <laughs> and and mind you, this is me that I made I made the pot of rice already because I was like, we can't keep them online while the rice is getting done.
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a process. I mean, when a good mm-hmm. angule, I mean, that's an hour or more. Um, yeah. So but that looks that well, looks well. Technically,
1: good. I was uh, slow cooking today. Wow. For me, I'll make it in like 20 minutes, half an hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, you know, I've heard this a lot, and this is a debate some people. Well, you can stir your gandules when it's in the pot, but you say don't stir it, right?
1: No, no, no. You, I put the gandules in the pot. Just don't stir the rice too much.
0: Right, exactly. Because when
1: you stir the rice, some people call it the Mm-hmm. You know, if you open and close it. And what basically happens is, is that now your rice is not loose. You uh, see, I'm going to co- go back to the rice that's done already. And I'm going to grab a small spoon just to show you.
0: Okay, we do have another question uh, from Zarina. She says, do you ever use paper bag over rice, then cover?
1: No, I don't need to. That's more, you know, you use a paper bag or you use a paper towel when you feel that you had, when you didn't allow, you see uh-huh. this right here? We're right. allowing that water to dry up. When you don't allow it to completely dry up is when you have to put a paper towel more to, to soak up the humidity. So you, you can salvage your rice.
0: Gotcha. Some
1: people use a paper bag. I won't use a paper bag because like it's in a store, unless you have like a whole you know package that you use. But
0: look at this rice. That, that looks amazing. Gonna... Thank you.
1: So you and see it's loose? Yeah. And it's fluffy.
0: So what I'm doing right now, guys, is I'm going to put on the top of Hispanic Food Network is I'm putting a link to Kim's Puerto Rican Delights. So I just posted that right now. So if you want to hook up with Kim, Uh, whether it's to buy some of her pasteles for the holiday season, to just, you know, ask some advice and be a part of her group. It's a great group, uh, really great recipes on there. So you can hook up with Kim, who's in Staten Island and and, uh, originally a Brooklyn girl. So she knows that region. So if you guys want to get any pasteles or, you know, any cooking lessons or she does some catering too, just just, uh, reach out to her on Kim's Puerto Rican Delights. I have posted that at the top. Of Hispanic Food Network right now, so uh, that's the easy way to find her. And when you go to her page, you're just gonna—it just makes you hungry. That's that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
1: you, Mike. So, you see how the rice is growing?
0: Yeah, it's getting
1: closer to the lid.
0: I'm glad you we stayed. It's starting I'm,
1: to dry up. It's growing.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad we stayed live on this so people could actually see how it comes to fruition. Wow, look at that. How much will you keep the pot covered? You know what I'm saying? Because that's a that's another thing that people kind of struggle with is, oh, I'm gonna keep this
1: the pot right here.
0: Yeah, will it's you gonna will cover? You keep a, will you keep a lid on it? How much will you keep a lid on it? Will you not keep a lid on it? Because you know, some people have different theories on that. Some I never, I never cover it, but then others cover.
1: No, you have to cover it. It has to cook. It has to cook. It'll take forever. So you see. Right now, when I'm stirring it, it's because I'm moving the water around. This is the time that you go from high to medium because you don't want to burn the rice.
0: Right. Because right now, and we're probably, gonna... what? We're 50 minutes into this this Facebook Live. So, I mean,
1: this is,
0: <laughs> I mean, this has been a process to get to this point.
1: Yeah. Well, this is why a lot of times people say, hi, can you make a YouTube video? Did you do this? Did you do that? Right. You know, in order for me to be able to show the right way to cook, it, it's gonna take the time and I need like the support. Like you see how you're on the other side, right, answering yeah. the questions. I don't have the ability right now to see the questions. I don't see this until right. afterwards. So this is why it's good that we have the interaction and we're right. able to see the step-by-step and still in all, I cooked it, you know?
0: Yeah, it's been great to have people aboard. So thanks everybody. Let me, uh, let me give some shout outs to people who are watching. Uh, Carol Bondin, thank you. Wilma has been do- asking some great questions, Lisette. Uh, Tara Frank, thank you. Ikea Glover, uh, Heidi's watching. Donna Wilming- Wilmingham, Orozco, thank you. Marissa, uh, we got uh, Fran Brown in the house. So thank you to everybody that's logging on. Um, you see it,
1: I'm sorry, I don't mean no, to interrupt, but I have to like jump in on this. Yeah, no, you I didn't. You see know, that comment there, so that <laughs> Sorry, my dear. You know how they said the comment with the with the paper bag and the you see, if you happen to turn to lower the heat now, right? The lower the fire and cover it, you're gonna yeah. encounter where your rice is gonna be soggy. Right. So this is where you want to wait for all of this liquid to dry up.
0: Oh man.
1: Once you see your rice, and we're getting there. I'm about to cover it up. Not yet though.
0: That looks amazing right now i can tell my mouth and you
1: see these pieces right here yeah once the rice is done you're gonna take it out okay like
0: yeah because you don't you never see peppers hanging out in uh
1: no 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 but you know if you put it in the beginning like where are the peppers now
0: right exactly
1: they're not here yeah this is how i trick the picky people in my family yeah (laughs) yeah they're like I don't need peppers, I don't need onions, and I'm like, dude, how right. do you expect for this food to taste good? I know.
0: What do you, What do you like to serve with your Oroz con gandules? Do you like pernil, chicken? I mean, it, it, it's. I mean, it's a pretty flexible dish. You can serve it with just about anything. But do you have a preference?
1: Well, my preference is always pernil. Like I could eat pernil just by itself. <laughs> okay. So <can But> <laughs> this plate, a lot of <laughs> this plate, a lot of times they make it with. Um, with but today, right, because like, I, I'm making two pots of rice. It's only two people in my house. What am I going to do with all this rice? Right. So I decided to add ham to it today. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, you know, they, they're going to really like my food today, my family.
0: Well, that's great because you get that protein. And, and, and the arroz con is with ham almost becomes a meal in itself because uh, it's a – Gondules themselves are a really interesting lentil. I, it's got a high amount of protein. It's got a lot of vitamins. Are you ready? A lot of. Uh, this vitamins. is I'm
1: cheating. Sorry, Mike. I didn't Come get see. you ready for see. this one, but I had
0: to do it. Oh! Oh! Did you?
1: Have... Yeah, I made the ham.
0: Oh man, that looks. So we gotta so good. eat something.
1: We gotta eat the meat with this. So this is not the name, This is ham.
0: Okay. That is cheating. That is cheating. <laughs> that looks amazing. Are you Well, gonna... listen,
1: if I was going to do that, we would need two hours then.
0: Are you going to have company over tonight? Is, is that what's happening? Huh? Are you going to have company over tonight?
1: No, no, no. This is actually, t- honestly speaking, I, I, I told my cousins to come over, pick up a pot. Okay. And I'm going to bring some food to my grandmother. But no, I don't have company over today. You know what? I love to cook. And I love food. And when I'm in the mood to eat something, all I need is
0: people. All I need is mouths. We're getting so. some OMGs here. Can you show people the gondules again and the ham? So, uh, if you're just joining us, uh, we're getting people streaming in and out. So Leti Perez just came in. Uh, Rolando's watching. This is it's trying up. We're
1: getting there.
0: So yeah, I, I'm glad we we're able to see, it and we hung out for the for the whole thing because we're really seeing this come to fruition. So. I mean, and it's, it's kind of changing complexion. It's getting more yellow. You can see those gandules really coming out, the green. And the, that's what I love about this dish is the contrast between the green and the yellow. Yes. And, and you know, you can now, tell gandules went based on the rice and, and how that color just pops. But yes.
1: you see great. how now it's like dried up. Like you see it a little bit wet, but
0: yeah.
1: it's dried up. Wow. And you see how I bring the spoon all the way down? Yeah. And then up.
0: And that's, I mean, that's a real technique. I mean, that's that's a legit technique, right, Kim? Is yes. The, the way you, you need
1: it.
0: You need it because you got to
1: move your rice around. Now you completely move all the rice around. All right. I'm going to cover it. And this is too high because if right. not you're going to burn your rice right it's going to burn before you cook it so it's a low fire okay
0: and I had some friends over the years when I was growing up with their parents their, their, or their grandmother would actually burn a little bit of the gandules you know and they love to scrape some of that off there. Uh, yeah,
1: it's pegao.
0: Yeah, pegao is what it's called. But, man, that, but that's That's simple. You
1: know, that, that's not that hard to do. That, once your rice is done, you just bring up that fire for yeah. a couple of minutes. Pay attention to it because you don't want to burn your yeah, rice.
0: Exactly. So and Pegal, then you pick
1: up the fire.
0: So pegao is what it's called. I forgot what it was yeah. called. But, man, I remember picking that off the, you know, the pan or whatever, and you're like, man, that tastes...
1: That's
0: the best, man. You grab that and, and you put a fried egg on it. No, uh, Le- let's yeah, oh <laughs> let uh, yeah, big out. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rican popcorn, she said. That. <laughs> That's a good one, Letty. We like that. We like that a lot. Um, okay, so we're we're almost coming to the end of this thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, any questions that anybody else has for Kim, as far as uh, how to get a hold of her? Um, you know, you want to learn more about this recipe to reach out to her. So we're just. We're getting a lot of good feedback, and Diane says thank you both so much for this amazing tutorial. Can't wait for the next one. So thank you, Diane. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, we hope you guys. And Diane,
1: thank you for joining in. But guess what, my dear? Look at what happened to my to my garlic. So it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm like sweating right now.
0: <laughs> we we know how you roll. too. So you're getting a lot of thank yous, Kim. Uh, before we wrap this up, let's take one more look at where this uh, arroz con gandules is because, man, yes. everybody's saying it looks delicious. So, thank you, and everybody's uh, really happy.
1: So, this is it. Wow. And I'm really not supposed to open up the pot because it's going to mess it up. So, if it gets messed up, it's okay. My cousins don't want to kill me afterwards, but they'll be alright. All right. It'll taste good. So yeah, I'm sure. Check I'm it sure. It out.
0: <laughs> I'm sure someone is going to eat that, no matter what. Yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> Ooh,
1: so man. now I'm going to open up the one that is getting cooked right now, OK? I'm going to open it up real real quick.
0: Oh, wow. Great All color. Right. And again, I, I'm a food geek, so I just love the contrast between the green, the yellow, and and you, know, you see the And look, I'm, awesome like, I'm going
1: to show you near the pot. You see how far down I went? We're going to make pegao. But yeah. first, you want to cook your rice before you make your pegao.
0: Pegao's I mean, is the best.
1: Yes. And you see yeah. how much I dried it up? Okay, yeah. I'm covering it.
0: We do have one more question for you. Can, can you give us a quick run through, Kim, of what's in your sofrito ingredients? Because a lot of people uh, have no idea what sofrito is. And, you know, kind of give us a quick run through of what's in the sofrito.
1: Okay, uh, my sofrito has Italian peppers, has gustoso, has yellow peppers, has orange peppers, has green peppers and red peppers. It has pecal cilantro, it has a lot of garlic. Um, and that's it, yeah.
0: Okay, so pretty simple. Got another question that we're gonna fire through. Gabriella on Zoom says, after putting the fire on low and the lid on, how long to finish cooking?
1: I would say half an hour. Leave it alone for half an hour and then go check on it.
0: Okay. Uh, Wilma asks, "How do you make the the rice rise?"
1: Once it dries up, rice rises.
0: Okay. And we and we had another question. How long can once you cover? And you it. wanna
1: and you wanna have a deep pot on purpose. Okay. So you know, um, it gives. You wanna give your rice room to grow.
0: Okay. We're, we're getting requests for a sofrito show, so we may have to do that one too soon. Yeah, that that would
1: have to be after the pastelas because yeah, people so are we're, waiting we're for those do,
0: pasteles. We're do the pasteles next. Uh, because of the holiday season and, and a yes. lot of people are are requesting that. So so Kim and I next Sunday? Yeah, well let's next do it.
1: Sunday, two o'clock.
0: We'll yeah. have the
1: pasteles.
0: So next Sunday we'll put that event out. Uh to make pastelas, I can't wait. Um, so Kim, thank you so much. I hope everybody. Thank had a great, you. Uh, you were yes. amazing. Uh, we love having you, and I'm glad everybody enjoyed it. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to me, Mike Gonzalez, at the Hispanic Food Network. Just hit us up on an email, or again, one more time, uh, I put a link to Kim's group, Kim's Puerto Rican Delights, right on the top of Hispanic Food Network. Or all you have to do is search that on your Facebook page request to be in her group and uh, you'll have just a plethora of authentic Puerto Rican dishes so Kim awesome job and, and Mike
1: you're gonna you're gonna start putting this on YouTube but you also have this exactly. on your page so if you exactly. if for whatever reason you can't make this you can't make the segment the live it's okay because you'll have it recorded on the page it,
0: exactly so I'm gonna and they can I, see it. So after this, I'm gonna throw it on our YouTube page. Probably take a few hours to get it up on there. and Then I'll repost it. Um, but the good thing is, this should.
1: Oh, uh, thank you, G- I'm sorry, I have to interrupt because she's been so uh, uh. <laughs> she's been interacting the whole time. Thank you, Gabrielle. I appreciate you being on the, on the live.
0: <laughs> yeah, was, everybody was great and everybody was awesome on on Facebook Live on Zoom. So we love you all. Uh, we both love Puerto Rican food. So man this was thank you fun. so much
1: i i didn't know like i'm a lot of people have told me they love my cooking but i didn't know that so many people would be interested oh did you see me jerk back ah!
0: uh, no, they, they, <laughs> that was
1: me i put my um uh, you know what when you cook a lot you always get burned so yeah, i can right. touch it, that pot <laughs> it happens.
0: We, know, we know you're always on fire so everybody we'll see you guys next sunday for pasteles i'll put that event out uh so we hope to see you soon kim I'll see you thank soon.
1: Thank you, everyone. Have All a good right, Sunday. You.